From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, June 23rd. I'm Jeb Sharp. A shakeup for the U.S. military mission in Afghanistan. Today I accepted General Stanley McChrystal's resignation as commander of the International Security Assistance Force in Afghanistan. General McChrystal's comments to a magazine reporter cost him his job. Now President Obama is giving the Afghan command to General David Petraeus. Also a dramatic win for the U.S. at the World Cup, plus a South Korean rockabilly band that definitely rocks. First, this news. BBC News with Jonathan Izard. The American commander of the multinational forces in Afghanistan, General Stanley McChrystal, has been sacked. Announcing the decision, President Obama said he had accepted what he termed his resignation with regret. General McChrystal is being replaced by General David Petraeus. From Washington, here's Paul Adams. 36 hours ago, General Stanley McChrystal was running America's war in Afghanistan. Now, after flying halfway around the world to explain himself to Barack Obama, he's out of a job. The president said General McChrystal's conduct had not met the standard expected of a commanding officer. He said this had been a very difficult decision, and he praised the general's long and distinguished service. This was not a clash over strategy. In the now infamous Rolling Stone profile, General McChrystal did not question the policy he himself helped to devise. But it was a matter of authority. In their dismissive remarks about members of the administration, Stanley McChrystal and his unnamed colleagues fatally compromised their relationship with the commander-in-chief. A spokesman for the Afghan president, Hamid Karzai, said the decision to remove General McChrystal from his post would be respected, but that Kabul had hoped for a different conclusion. Belarus has threatened to stop the flow of Russian gas through its pipelines to Europe in an escalating dispute over payments. It set a deadline for Russia's Gazprom to hand over what it says are unpaid transit fees. Sean Fanning has more. Russia's Gazprom says it is owed nearly $200 million for gas. Belarus says Gazprom owes it around $260 million in transit fees for gas destined for Europe via its pipelines. In the latest twist, Belarus, through its first deputy prime minister, Vladimir Semashko, says it has now paid its debt to Russia. And it's demanding that Gazprom pay what it owes by 7 o'clock GMT on Thursday morning or it will shut down pipelines carrying gas for Europe. A United Nations report says that demand for cocaine has doubled in Europe over the last decade while falling in the United States. This has led to South American drug cartels establishing new trafficking routes through West Africa. Bethany Bell reports from Vienna. The UN World Drug Report says cultivation of both opium and coca has continued to decline. It said that opium production is expected to fall steeply in 2010 because of a blight that could wipe out a quarter of Afghanistan's poppy crop. It said cocaine consumption has fallen significantly in the United States over the past few years. But it said the problem has moved across the Atlantic to Europe, where the number of cocaine users has doubled over the last decade. Rescue workers in Brazil are searching for hundreds of people still missing after floods swept through several towns in the northeastern states of Alagoas and Pernambuco. Heavy rains have eased, allowing rescuers to reach areas cut off by raging floodwaters. Churches, schools and hospitals have been destroyed. Many are still underwater. World News from the BBC.
Several hundred documents from the German prison where Adolf Hitler was held for nine months in 1924 are being auctioned next month. Hitler was jailed in Bavaria after the abortive attempt to seize power that became known as the Munich Beer Hall Putsch. Among the papers is a letter from Hitler to a car dealer asking for a discount as he's unsure how much money he will make from the publication of Mein Kampf. In Australia, the Prime Minister Kevin Rudd is facing a party leadership challenge from his deputy Julia Gillard. The move came after factions inside the Labour Party decided to move against the Prime Minister. At a late-night news conference in Canberra, Mr Rudd insisted that he should be kept on. I was elected by the people of Australia to do a job. I was not elected by the factional leaders of Australia, of the Australian Labour Party, to do a job, though they may be seeking to do a job on me. That's a separate matter. <laughs> The challenge, therefore, is to honour the mandate given to me by the Australian people.